Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dwight Creek, call Emily and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people persons paper podcast. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is my co host, Brian Sittler. And a good day to you, sir. And to you. Yes, ready to rumble. Yeah. Ready to gangbang this one out. Now, that's the, the proper attitude to have for this one. Hell yeah. Our guest this week is Tulsa comedian and award winning photographer, Ian Mall. Thanks. We Happy are honored. To be here. Oh, sorry about that. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, I did. I, I'm glad to have you, although I found out a little too late that you're not even a fan of the show. No. Um, actually, I was talking to a fan about this, or a friend of mine about this. I did this because I was like, oh, this is a cool kind of podcast, and I've heard similar podcasts like this. And I was talking to my friend, and my friend's like, oh, do you like The Office? And I'm like, I, it's okay. <laughs> he's like, oh, how much do you think this guy likes The Office? I'm like, well, he's doing a podcast. Yeah. So I think like he's into it. And then when you guys were like, oh, do you have notebooks? I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> stumbled. <laughs> yeah. I stumbled into a, a dark hole. You know I did write 12 pages of notes on this today, right? Did you? I mean, again. I really did. I know. Yeah. I know. It took forever. I wrote, um, hold on. I'm really testing my love of this show. I think I think I wrote seven points, uh, and one of them comments on food on the show. <laughs> but so. you know, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. And so. I have no food comments here, so this will be really good. Yes. So. All right, so. so you got the food covered. Yes, we good. We know that much. Yes. <laughs> and if this is your first time listening to the show, we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. We are deep in season two right now as we hit on episode six, The Fight. Uh, a monumental episode where we finally get to answer the age-old question that I know was burning in my mind. Who would win in a fight, Michael or Dwight? <sighs> and yeah. I can't say that the ending was what I would have thought. No, no, I really was expected. Some su- somewhat surprising. Might have expected Dwight to go all uh, Gujuru karate on him. Well, after all the moves they showed him, you know, they showed him going to town on that uh, mannequin with yeah. some he- with some fa- with some head blows. God, he was so proud. So proud. I just love that dorky that smile he looks at right back at the camera. It's just so perfect. That's one of those moments when they they just drop out of the scene and it's just fi- you know three or four seconds of just something hilarious right yeah. out of, right out of the blue. It really Were works. Were you really surprised by that ending? Um, like from a show well, I mean, I mean, surprised. Okay, I know that both both characters are ridiculous, and it's going to be ridiculous. But like on one on one, I will say, well, when he when he punches Michael, when he actually does the one two punch, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe he really does know what he's doing. Hell, he's a, he is a purple belt. I was just thinking from like a show standpoint. I don't think like. What is this? This is season two, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no way that Dwight can <laughs> beat up Michael, and then like, where does that go? It's true, though. He like, is. If this the was in season eight. I'd be like, all right, Dwight's gonna kick his ass. Y- like, you know what? Gonna happen. I am forgetting the fact he is the ultimate kiss ass. He is too. Yeah. So you got that yeah. going for you. Yeah. Well, so. and and still like so I guess you know trying to like fill in the backstory of our fictional characters. If he's a purple yes. belt, he's been doing karate a minute. We saw him hitting the mannequin. He's got. He understands form and things like yes. that. Yes, and, and to be fair, he did kind of take a page out of uh, Kramer's book in Seinfeld. He is fighting children. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and most of them, if you'll notice in the very in the 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 sh- the, sh- the shot of him in the dojo, they're mostly white belts. Yeah, and, and he's towering over all of them. He's so towering all like over a room them. Full of eight year olds. You know, and I didn't remember that so much when I watched this again. I kind of oh wait, no, there's no other adults other than uh, Sensei Ira. Uh, did you yeah. guys take karate growing up? Uh, I took two classes of karate. My mom won them in a raffle. We thought we were going to Chuck E. Cheese. We did not. <laughs> we huh. did karate. 
my brother got kicked out because he did not know that you cannot elbow someone in the back of the head. That should be a move. That's not a karate That's move. My brother, um, yeah, me and my brother went through a lot of. We played football and we wrestled and all through our lives too. Yeah. So they wanted us to try for the basketball team, and I like got kicked off the team. Because I couldn't, I d- like I didn't get the idea of like why can't I push this guy? <laughs> They're like, well, that's a rule. And I'm like, that's a stupid rule. This game is he was stupid. Who's in my way? Exactly. Um, fun <laughs> fact: I just looked this up. Um, he's a purple belt, which is only three rankings. It's two away from a black. Oh, so that's there's good. brown and then red and then you get black. Oh, so, nice. um, I yeah. guess fun fact in karate: the darker the belt, the stronger you are. Okay. And in this world, yeah, red is darker sense. than purple. Yeah, and brown. And brown, yeah. yeah. The only time brown gets to shine, like, any, in any way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you guys want brown? They kind of yeah. have their own They have their own ideas about shade. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. In so. foreign countries. Maybe, maybe the, um, you know, is karate is a Chinese art or is Japanese? I don't know. I, bl- I want to say it's Japanese. Maybe maybe their red is darker than brown. We don't know what their red is they like. They do have a deep red. Yeah. Maybe they just use a real deep flag, red or real do. light brown. Yeah, I don't or know. Who am I to judge? I'm not sure. It's like a maroon and a beige. It's really. a maroon. Yeah. That but, makes sense. But having, you know, we, we, saw, we first saw Dwight's. It is a Chinese martial art. It is. Okay. okay. Chinese. It is My also bad. an Olympic sport. It There's is. Olympic karate. Yeah, there is. I think it just got. Approved in 2016, and now they're doing another one in 2020. It's been nice. it's been one in the past. Maybe it got 86 a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what happened. Is it? Um, I love that we lose and gain Olympic sports. Oh yeah, I think that's incredible. Did you know? Fun fact: Olympics used to have five court categories in arts and crafts. No. No. Yeah, you used to have musical composition, sculpting, painting, um, so writing, and um, literature, and then there was and poetry. All had you could be like a gold medalist in poetry. In poetry, yeah, and the tug of war was a sport as well too. Man, can you imagine like just being out somewhere and being like, I'm an Olympic poet? They are not even going to believe that. I, you got a medal for that. Yeah. I just want to imagine what the judges have to do through that. Like, yeah. we've heard over 600 poems. <laughs> it's a little subjective there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I would hope that it's one on one poem offs, and it's just kind of like sh- like um rap battles. Yeah. There like you go. Haikus, they, exactly. they could bring some of these back in the modern times, I think. Bring back a bad There's a, could I be know pretty there was fun, a, you know. The last Olympic sport that had a lot that had a fan following that made it was BMX. Okay. Okay. BMX was the big yeah. one that was well, like this. And ball. then that spun off all into the, the X, X games. games, right? No, no, no. The BMX games. just got put in like two years ago. Okay, oh, okay. so the yeah, the X games kind of became a thing and then Yeah, that's the they and found out that like guys from up. Brazil were winning in the Bra- X Games. Like, oh shit, this might be a big enough thing now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now that we know the history of karate, it's yeah. to understand the plot of this episode. Uh, <laughs> it, it is paramount. That was that was really hurting me. Like, that's why I'm not a fan of The Office. They don't talk about the history of the <laughs> there, things. They're there wasn't doing. even enough. In fact, they try to like ruin history. Like when Michael's trying to translate Chinese and he thinks it says uh, California Cal- roll, yeah. and the Japanese guy says Cal- it's roll. a Japanese symbol for yeah. resilience. And yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> but you know what? I think that's accurate because. I feel like a guy who runs a, a dojo in Scranton, yeah, he Pennsylvania knows. would think it's Japanese. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, so the 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 the, um, the jury's still out on that one. Yeah, we don't know. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's the nice little uh, uh, throw in that D- Dwight does. He's like, I'm a practitioner of Goju Ryo Karate in Scranton. Yeah. <laughs> so. Tries to build it up. Remembers where he's at. Yes, does but like as yeah. a purple belt, he should have been able to be Michael. Like yes, that's he's almost a, a brown and red belt. Yes, but he still is subordinate though. Well, and Not I I think he still doesn't that. necessarily have the confidence to fight. You know, no, like just to even because I mean, 
the way he's he's still sort of flailing at Michael in the fight, the same way Michael's flailing back. Well, unfortunately, Rain Wilson can't really do karate. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's, they, in, in the end, that's sort of him. the gag. Yeah, yeah. they could have they could have taught him. Um, but that's sort of the gag in the end. Like, oh, he's still like even the kick that he lands on Michael is still uh, that looks like something I would do. Yeah, like, and then hurt myself doing it. Exactly. Yeah, pull a hamstring. Yeah. Or oh, I'd be I'd been down by that point <laughs> <laughs> badly. But you know, we also get the awesome cold, uh, the cold open, um, which has become a classic. Which people back in the day would be forwarding to me, like I think they thought, like I watched The Office, and like I would totally get it, or thought that it was just hilarious because I don't know. I remember it was a big. Uh, I, I think in office circles, it was just hilarious when Dwight's desk just went missing, and yeah, this is the first time you know Dwight's desk gets messed with. Well, and where where like deep enough into the season now where the idea of how these are going to be little chances to show off Jim's pranks and stuff yeah, this is, is a, taking shape. Yeah, and this is a pretty solid prank, I think, from him. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, I mean, the whole thing's built well from from the back and forth between Jim and Dwight with the, you, well, you're the one who lost your desk. Yeah, you know? when was the last time you saw it? You should retrace your steps. Yeah, exactly. And then to have him actually doing the hot and cold, yeah. going down the hallway and colder, colder, back yeah. up. Back up. Yeah, and I, you know, one one overthinking thought I had um, seeing uh, Angela's face because uh, I'm pretty sure they're getting it on by now. Her and yeah. Dwight, as far as uh, probably, um, I'm surprised you didn't bust him the whole. I'm surprised you didn't tell Dwight it's in the bathroom mm-hmm. the whole time. I don't know. She looks like she's about to. Has anyone ever thought of this show from like, like anyone else's perspective? Like you guys talk about the random people. Yeah. Because I've thought of that during this episode, and Jim is just a horrible person. <laughs> oh, he's the worst. Yeah, and like that's I think why I don't like the show is because I'm supposed to believe he's nice, I'm, I'm but ca- he's not. Like he's <laughs> uh, I put in here. Jim is an HR nightmare. Because, like, could you imagine getting that call? It's like, hey, Jim hit a desk, ran a cable all the way to it, Jim blocked two urinals, which he does. I mean, I'm just thinking, Jim Halpert is a menace. It's, yeah, I don't know if they did an episode that's kind of like, oh my God, this guy's terrible. I recently found out, I was talking to my girlfriend, she's a big fan of the show, and I was saying how I. I'm not a big Jim Pam fan because I'm like Pam's in this relationship and what did Roy do? And did, like did Roy hit Pam? No, not that no, we know not of. that we know of. Yeah, yeah. No, no, she said never. she hit Pam and I he hit Pam and I was no. like that seems way too deep for an no. eight o'clock Thursday slot <laughs> like on <laughs> NBC. Yeah. No, like the closest thing I think we've seen so far that I mean there's a part in the first in the Dundies I think when they're leaving the party and like he's like kind of trying drag, to pull, he's trying to pull yeah. on her yeah. and she kind of. Yeah, because his relationship is falling apart before his eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just being protective, you know? He's being protective, wanna, yes. He knows all day long his woman is in this other room with a guy that's trying to get her. It's true. Yeah. But he I, has I, nice teeth, by the way. Yep. Average teeth at best. Au contraire, Pammy. Yeah. That's a note that I have is he, average teeth. He did not get Invisalign. That they, is they, obvious. They're kind of the hot and heavy, though, uh, as far as the flirtation goes in this oh, episode, yeah. I oh, will yeah. say. And it kind of, it's a nice, I think when the whole nice teeth comment came and I think that kind of subconsciously gave Jim the green light oh I can uh, maybe I can get a little grab at yeah, I can grab just Pansy grab her on, at yeah. work yeah. <laughs> if, this sh- if this show was happening today all of them would be Weinstein right now I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> like all of them the would entire been, office ex- the entire office except for like Stanley who is just trying to make a living <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just wants to go home and now of course he's signing Michael's signature later so he's breaking the law in his yeah, own way yeah but it's got nothing sexual in it, so I'm <laughs> no, fine yeah. there's never an episode in which like Stanley makes an inappropriate gay joke yeah. that I know of. He just wants to go home. Yeah, that's all he wants. So we get to um, go home. The yeah, other, the other joke I have is French onion chips are good. 
like a good choice she selects. They are good. Yeah. It is yeah. good. Yeah. Well, it's the ult- ultimately it's the peace offering between them at the very end of the episode that makes it everything okay again. Well, and it's the impetus to get Michael to finally confront it, Dwight. It is. That last little yeah. thing. The idea of of Pam needing his protection is Michael just it his is. ego can't handle that. And they really are the. I mean, I will say as much as Dwight, uh, Jim is instigating this whole thing. Pam is definitely the co-instigator yeah. Oh, yeah. in this whole, and, and they're enjoying it. It's funny to see them as Michael goes out to confront Dwight, and they're just following right behind him. Like, snapping yeah. their oh, fingers. Snapping just like they're jets. Yeah. yeah. You're a jet? Yeah. Other funny, that was one of the minor funny parts I'd completely missed before, where mm-hmm. Michael really is taking him seriously. Like, you're a jet? You're a jet, yeah. <laughs> it's like, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Isn't that what he mm. says? Yeah. 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 But That's great. going back to Jim, like it, it's funny to go back and revisit, and because the first time I watched it through, I was I was Jim all the way, Jim yeah. and Pam, and I couldn't really, I was, I didn't like Dwight's character a lot of the time, and then I kind of, I don't hate Jim. I'm not as accused. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't indict him in my head, but even though he is somewhat he's, a douche, he's endeared himself enough to. He's you. endeared himself enough, but at the same time, when I'm watching this episode, he's totally screwing with Dwight about you know, and he's like, Dwight's like, you're mocking me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. But, yeah, he oh, is. Oh, and the whole, when he gets yeah. off the phone with Ira, was that your mom? Oh, yeah. I thought it was your, your mom. mom. Yeah, yeah, he kind of, yeah, he does have some yeah, so not-so-nice like, tendencies. I think that's a big reason. I was talking to my friend about this, and I was like, I think a big reason I'm against The Office is, like, the people I'm supposed to cheer for are the people I hate the most in the show. <laughs> like, I really hate Michael, because instead of you guys seeing, like, I'm like, oh, this goofy boss, the only thing I think of is, like, he's sinking a completely branch of this unbeknownst company of people trying to like make a living <laughs> like, like we don't know how big Sc- uh, Scranton's not that big a town that could be a major employer for that area <laughs> just <laughs> fucking drowning it but the thing is they end up doing well yeah well you know yeah. man cause it's a sitcom and someone brought this up <laughs> there's some guy at NBC when he was getting like voted off the writer's room was like he's killing the company <laughs> like Steve's got a point <laughs> and it's not like Michael could really explain why they're doing well eventually you know oh, yeah. never, just and they <laughs> never I, do anything to anyone ever. I will say, I haven't watched The Office in a while, and I've watched a lot of Steve Carell stuff. I just watched Battle of the Sexes, and I've seen him in Big Short, and I've seen him in... Uh, oh, Big Short was yeah, great. Yeah, exactly, and in Foxcatcher, and it blows my mind it's the same guy. Oh, yeah. I'm mm. like, oh, my God, he was so good in Foxcatcher. Oh, he's going to hawk a loogie. And, some guys <laughs> like, and you know that they were like, like during that, they like stopped filming, and he was like, is that too much? And they're like, no, no, we love it. Keep going. Perfect amount of loogie. Exactly. Yeah. No, they, no, keep doing the loogie, and then yeah. start pointing Start poking him in the chest. Exactly, you know? like really sell it <laughs> more, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and we'll throw that in at the very end. Well, and, I mean, if you if you watch the behind the scenes, there's so many like uh, bloopers where the rest of the cast just breaks because Steve and Rain have to act so ridiculous in some of these scenes. You know? Yeah, it's hard to. It is. Not. Ins- I always do think how insanely good that writing room is. I mean, B.J. Novak is incredible. And yep. I mean, mm. Mindy Kaling and stuff. And I think I get upset at that show, too, is because I really like B.J. Novak. And I'm like, why is he not more part of the oh, show? Oh, I know. But <laughs> like his moments are so good. Like, yeah, like, they are good. He does have some good... Um, when he's I, in the office in this one, he says, is there a specific reason you called me in here? Yeah, <laughs> and I love the way they do that, how they just focus in on Michael, and you don't know anybody else is in the, in the room. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they just have the, quit, the quick uh, backup, and you see... You see Ryan like, yeah, is there a specific reason you need me? Like, please. And he's just, he's terrorized this whole episode. (laughs) Michael and the prank calls and... Oh, God. And yeah. he just doesn't know when to stop. And it's funny, at the end of the day, Michael's just like, so, uh, give me a shout this weekend if anything crazy's going on. Like, He's like, yeah, I'll see you Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a quick question. Have you guys ever worked in an office? I, yeah. I've worked in several. Yeah. 
See, yeah. I think that was another thing. So I do. I work in a newsroom, so I don't right. have to deal as much with this. Yeah. So I think maybe that gets lost because I have a friend who works in accounting, and he's like, "Oh my god, we have a Dwight and we have a yeah. Michael." Right. And for me, it's like, well, I'm in the office, and we get back, and I'll be like, "Well, I just covered a triple homicide," <laughs> and there is no like wacky antics. It's like, "Oh, that sucks." <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like that's like it's like, well, I'm like gonna go photograph things, then put things in, and everyone's on deadline, so there is no like. Oh my God, that's just Stanley. Yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. are you writing about? Rape and Bixby? Cool, <laughs> nice. I'm gonna go walk over and get coffee. And, and, and with 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 uh, deadlines or like at my my work when we got you know shows to put on, there's yeah. always that sense of like urgency. Exactly. Yes. So so there's not time for like shenanigans. Right. Yeah, there's none know. of this like like middle of the work like yeah. I'm gonna go hide a desk. See, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I work in I work with budgets and like quarterly reports yeah. and all of that kind of thing to get stuff approved. So this this comes home to me you know like i can i can mm. totally identify with certain things in the episode what i'm saying yeah. is, is this show yeah. isn't tailor made to my life therefore i do not enjoy it <laughs> right <laughs> so that gives shows. so that it's gives you license to completely dismiss exactly it that's place. why yeah. i only like like one show ever and it's ducktales because i feel like that relates to my life more <laughs> me well, and sure. two of my brothers hang out with a rich uncle and just go on adventures <laughs> wearing no pants that's just all we do <laughs> i love that in your analogy you are either huey dewey or louie i feel like i'm louie <laughs> what's the difference uh huey's <laughs> red and dewey is blue because it's like water and Lou and Louis green like a leaf. Ah. If you want to know the real example, if you want to, and originally they all wore red. I like Ducktales, and that's the where the story <laughs> ends. So. We all we all like Ducktales at one point. They Is just it? rebooted it. They yeah, did. Have you seen any yet? Yeah, oh. yeah, I've seen most of them. It's really good. It's got um, it's got a uh, David Bobby Tennant as uh, David Tennant and uh, as Scrooge McDuck, Bobby yeah. Moynihan, and Danny Pudi. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. And I love that um, guy. Danny Pudi from Community, which is um, and then um. You've got, oh, the guy uh, from Parks ben and Rec. Schwartz. Ben Schwartz, yeah. Ben Schwartz and Beck Bennett's in it, so it's a really good cast. Um, if you guys were doing a DuckTales podcast, I'd be so excited. So <laughs> stoked. But so what's no. that on, actually, before we... Uh, <laughs> it's it's on Disney, Disney XD. Yeah. Well, You know, crap. a bunch of middle-aged <laughs> men here are just like, yeah, Disney XD. <laughs> so if you know, anyone listening, if you know like a 14-year-old girl like Michael does in this episode, <laughs> just go to that house. Watch you some DuckTales. Mm-hmm. He knows tons of 14-year-old girls. I guess he knows tons what belt are they? What <laughs> belts are they? <laughs> that was good. And then there's a blood pressure joke I said that was really good. Um, and I don't know why I put that down. I'm what? not even sure which one that is. I'm, rec- I'm, I'm failing to recall their blood pressure. Fantastic. I yeah. Completely failing right, right now. All right, good. That's a reason to go back and watch it for a 16th time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for <laughs> however millionth yeah. time this might be. I, uh, so I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. So you guys are doing this chronologically and everything. Have you guys ever... Like so, with this kind of episode, because you guys, have, I'm assuming, have seen the series. Yeah, oh yeah. Already. Mm-hmm. Do you look at this episode and does that like factor into this decision of like, is this a good episode? Because like, maybe this is like a setup episode or like. A I, I I just look at it as um kind of yeah it, it, well it is they're all setup episodes to a to a degree I mean, especially yeah, a sitcom, as, as, yeah. you know especially ri- well especially right now just yeah. like they're still sort of establishing mm-hmm. some characters and you know more so than others but. I mean, like in this episode, for instance, the monumental uh, event of Dwight becoming assistant regional manager instead of assistant to the regional manager, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they've done the to the joke, like the to the joke has been throughout every episode pretty much up to now. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, you kind of learn to appreciate those things uh, like that. But also, as of right now, the, the series is improving so much from the first season. That that's why I really enjoy these episodes because it really it, it became almost like a whole not a whole new show just a better better yeah. show. Well, they do and they, they they stand on their own as just 
decent sitcom episodes, you know, yeah. something that you can come to, assuming you like this kind of sitcom, which yeah, is still you do. very cringy in places. You know, it, it is cringy. It's not as like British humor. It's not the British Office. I don't no. know if you've ever seen the British I've Office. I've seen a couple of yeah. them and stuff. Yeah. Um, what did I'll, you think? I thought they were okay. I'll be honest. I feel yeah. like television writing is one of the hardest comedy writings. Like, like The Simpsons, I go back and there's that nine year period of The Simpsons, seasons one through nine, oh, yeah. which are just like incredible. And then you find out it's all fueled by like cocaine and 90s angst. And you're like, okay, that's why it's so good. But then also, like, <laughs> you have this idea of like they don't need a story. But like a big example when I was talking to my friend is we were talking about How I Met Your Mother and how like by season three of How I Met Your Mother, like I was like, oh, that show kind of started to go downhill, and then yeah. I started to get going back in my head, and I'm like, well, like season three of like, The Office is when I started losing interest, and of Parks and Rec, and of uh. so like that third season of like, like, to me it's really hard because in comedy you have to have set roles. You can't have a lot of growth in a character because like, I feel like if you have growth, you lose your like, ain't, like so like Michael's supposed to be goofy and Dwight's supposed to be mm-hmm. over the top serious, and mm-hmm. you got your love interest and stuff, and they can't grow too much because then like. You can't have. Yeah. You want it to be this idea of like you can come jump in whenever you want, yeah. right? And so to me, when you watch seven seasons of a show, it's like this is boring. But at the Simpsons, <laughs> I really like the idea of like, oh, Homer's an astronaut, and yeah. then the next week it yeah. doesn't matter anymore. Right. Yeah. That's the nice thing. And actually, when, when I never watched this in the original run, I didn't watch it till years later. And that, but I would see it come on, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it because I knew that it was you would enjoy it better because you'd known you would have known all the, the information that happened before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you couldn't just jump in like The Simpsons. Yeah. So and that 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 is an advantage that a show like that has. Yeah. And especially with this show, <clears throat> they especially try to breathe new ca- new life into the characters as it goes on. So you start to see in yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine that they start adding new elements to these characters and tweaking yeah. them. And some people did drop off. I mean, like I mean, some people think that epi- it's ended after episode or season seven when Michael left. Yeah. yeah. And and some people, you know, really didn't like it when Jim and Pam finally hook up. Yeah. You know, and they they would drop. You know, people There's would drop whole... off. I mean, that's sort of the trick. You know, is like expanding the characters but keeping it good enough where you don't lose your most of your re- your viewers. So my second major in college was pop culture studies. Cool. Um. So oh. we would like I wrote papers. Where'd you go to college? I went to Western Kentucky University. Hilltop- Hilltoppers. Yeah, the Hilltoppers. Right they played in a bowl yesterday and they lost. Way to go, Hilltoppers. Uh, so better uh, next time. Um, guys. Anyways. Uh, in that, we talked about this idea of you brought up sexual tension, which is the idea of they t- we t- looked at sitcoms and we looked at different couples. So there's like uh, Robin and uh, main guy in that show. Oh, was, uh, um, um, was Ted? Him? Ted, Ted, yeah. yeah from how like I that, and we looked at like Monica and Chandler uh. and all these things in the sexual tension. And there's this idea of like once people have sex in the show, it's over. It's yeah. done. Like there, you can never use that plot line again right. because everyone's just waiting for this this one moment. And as soon as you get what's called the L shot, the L shot is when a guy a girl is laying with a because it makes a capital letter L. That's why it's called that. Ah, yeah, they're they're called L sheets that they used, and that's what that shot's called. When you see that shot, that's like instantly viewers like we're done, like we're done. So with this show, I can totally yeah. see how when Pam when yeah. Jim and Pam hook up, you're just like. Mm. Well, like what, like what's so endearing now? <laughs> They're just dating. <laughs> well, and 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 Jim Jim's character kind of does suffer afterwards. I would say. I mean, both of them kind of definitely yeah. change, and it's it's because they build it up for three three solid seasons. Yeah, and I thought it was longer. Are we still on? Okay. Yeah, we're still okay. good. Uh, the, yeah, it's the start of the fourth season. Yeah, when start of the fourth they, season. Yeah, yeah, and, is and, when he officially ruins that relationship. Yeah, pretty much. And then they uh, in season five they get engaged. Season six is the wedding. It's the wedding. So and and by that oh yeah point, yeah the, the wedding one is yeah. elope right. 
Uh, yeah, no, they end. Uh, yeah, Niagara. well, they go to Niagara with everybody, and yeah. then they sort of like run off and get yeah, married. Yeah, and then like the ceremony's like a disaster. Yeah. That has my favorite yeah. joke in the episode of uh, of the whole season of the uh, Office, which is just when uh, Kevin has feet are so bad that he just sticks them <laughs> in the ice machine because mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, they had to burn his shoes. Exactly, and like just sitting there, I'm like, I could see that out of this entire show, I'm like, I could see that happening. Yeah, <laughs> I it's it's one of those things where you just go, oh yeah, hotel ice is probably filthy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> someone that. who spends a lot of time in hotels with my job during football season, there's times where I'll like. Like I'll like walk across the hallway to like meet somebody at like their room or something without shoes on, and I'll come back. And I'm like, I just got tetanus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> You're going to die now. Yeah, I'm like either my hotel's extremely cleaner than I've ever been or dirtier than I've ever been. There's no middle ground. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, I mean, do or do not. Do do not. Don't ever bring a black light into a hotel exactly. room. Of course, you know. yeah. Well, we're we're going to see that in one of the upcoming episodes as well. So I got a question for you guys. Have you guys ever been in a fight? Uh, third grade. Third grade. Uh, yeah, second grade. Yeah. And there was this one time where I had a crazy friend who just wanted to fight for fun. Okay. And so we went up to Hunter Park and just kind of fought somewhat somewhat playfully, somewhat roughly. Huh. Um, it was... Um, it was we that is like, how my first time was was described, too. Somewhat playfully. Yeah, somewhat but, we were, but we were like <laughs> 16, 17 years old at the time. Yeah. So okay. it was sort of like... We, it was like our first version of Fight Club. <laughs> That's too old to play fight. Oh, yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, it, you report no, your friend. Let, let me verify. That was ridiculous. And, yeah. uh, I, and, and But that was my friend, though. He's a very eccentric, very funny guy. And um, we were bored. So and this is before the, uh, we had uh, smartphones. Yeah, so. before the internet. <laughs> I mean, the internet was, was around, but it wasn't around internet. that much. Yeah. yeah, You know, we didn't have it just, uh, just all the time. Yeah. You know, we, we, I just like to think of it as our own stupid version of Fight Club, yeah. which lasted like an hour. What about you? Uh, what was your uh, last fight? Yeah. The last fight I can remember getting in, I broke up a couple of fights in college. Last fight I remember getting in, oh, it was probably at a football practice. Okay. I once I was blocking a kid, and his face mask got locked into mine. Oh. And he kept, we were running, and I was like, yo, dude, 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 we're, we're connected. So I put my hands up, and he kept, um, Punching my helmet, which will never make sense to me. No, it's yeah. the stupidest it's thing helmet. ever. Yeah. So I pop my helmet off, and so my helmet is now stuck. I had to wear a 2XL helmet because I have a deformity. I don't, but I feel like I do. My mom is a saint for giving birth to this melon of a head. <laughs> um, it looked like a paint. <laughs> it, it looked like I was a Make-A-Wish kid that they gave growth hormone to during the entire season playing left guard because my helmet would go past my eyes. <laughs> and then sometimes I would just slur my speech, and then people like the guy I'm playing against, like uh, he doesn't know. Like he could be playing against a special needs kid, and I could see, I could feel him letting up sometimes. Like I don't want them, I don't want to beat the kid with you know whatever. So <laughs> he doesn't. Um, yeah, that's just, exactly. not, well, that's just not fair. I don't want to be the jerk in this video. So that's how you gain your advantage a little bit. And they figured out, oh, he's just this, he's just goofy looking. So anyways, helmet comes off, his helmet drags down, and he's trying to punch me wildly. And I realized at that point, like I'm too old to fight. And my next question I was going to ask you guys is, have you ever seen two adults fight recently? No, not recent. Thank God, not recently. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I, I've I've witnessed a, a kind of an argument break out at a, at a football game, college yeah. football game, as that recently. But they they didn't really they weren't really that close to coming to you blows. But if they had been a, drunk, it might have happened. Yeah, yeah. I think you see that a lot more as you get older, which is like semi fights, like, like the half chub of fights. Yeah, yeah. like like the, <laughs> yeah. like when we used to door at the deli in Norman. Yeah, uh, yeah I saw I saw my fair share, a couple yeah. of scuffles and here still and there. At the bar, I'll see I'll see a couple guys arguing from time to time. Yeah. You know, maybe even a push. But usually there's a couple other friends to help try and at least get them yeah. separated. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of it's it's such a rarity now. I'm just kind of like, what? 
Yeah, I saw two old men fight in Ohio recently. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, like, I didn't pay to see it. I would have. It wasn't entertaining <laughs> enough. But we were there for Columbus. We were there in the bowl game. And out of the corner of my eye, I just saw this old guy swing at another old guy and yell, faggot. Oh. And mm. I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, that's exactly how I thought that would go. <laughs> like, <laughs> be, like, and I think that's the one thing about this episode that made me laugh the most is that they did an idea of what a fight looks like. It's not pretty. It's yeah. no one wins in a fight. No. Like, even if you win, you still feel embarrassed. I mean, like, yeah. they swung at each other. A cop came over and was like, hey, and they were talking. And you can tell, like, one of them had, like, his, his daughter had to be, like, 1920, like, in college. He was obviously yeah. like, hey, I'm in town for the game. Let's go drinking at Ohio State. Yeah. And just, like, I don't know. I feel like there's moments, like, the first time you see your dad drunk is a big moment. And the first time you see your dad realize that, like, he's been emasculated yeah. is a big moment in someone's life. And that Ooh. and that was happening right in front of me. Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, no, man. it was great. <laughs> I want to eat that moment every day. Wake <laughs> up and just pop it in the microwave and just watch this old guy. Like, Because the daughter was like, come on, Dad. And he's like, hold on, hold on. And he's like, she's like, no. <laughs> you so, yeah. Don't do this. <laughs> so what I'm saying is I want more emotional fights. More emotional. Yeah. Well, you know, Michael's pretty emotional afterwards because he thinks he's such a badass oh, after he, he wins. He's, you know, doing it. You talking to me? You know, yeah. just crisscrossing the worlds of Taxi driver and uh, raging bull mm-hmm. and wrongly saying that it's Al Pacino. Yeah, it's just fucking funny. And then uh, um, <laughs> he's so pumped up on the adrenaline. And then right before that, we see Dwight coming out of the elevator and he's just crushed. Yeah, yeah it looks like a Rembrandt painting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looks like looks like uh, yeah, like that moody lighting in the earthy tones. I'm like, that's a fucking beautiful shot. <laughs> it really is. He does that so perfectly. He comes off. He must have timed it just right because he almost gets hit by the elevator right uh-huh. as he's coming off and he's like, eh. He's, he's he's everything's crushed. beating him up today. Everything's just beating him up. Well, yeah. and those doors open, and, and just the expression on everybody in the elevator is just one of just so, like, bored, waste. Like, they don't know right. what their life's about at this point. I, I really like the usage of the elevator. Uh, even, we, you know, when they go down to the fight and they mm-hmm. get everybody in there, and you see that great shot of Kevin right in the middle, just kind of that peculiar look on his face. Uh-huh. Kevin has some stellar moments in this episode, I will say. He I, really I, does. Uh, sweep the leg yep. moment. Yeah. Uh, oh. When he's uh, getting asked yeah. who his contact should be, yeah. and that way that, that <laughs> Stacy, yeah. that I loved that. I was really hoping to get through this when I so I watched this episode before we just recently watched it, and I was watching the fight episode. And the first third I made is I hope I can get through this without a Karate Kid reference. <laughs> and when he said sweep the leg, I stopped it and I was like, in eighteen minutes, <laughs> <laughs> sweep the leg was said. That was like great. Here we go. And 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 they weren't done yet. Yes, exactly. You know, Later we the get the Hillary Swank Hillary mention. Oh. oh yeah, I'll give him. That was a little deeper. I'll give you that. I'm, yeah. I sound like such an ass right now, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I was gonna also talk into one more thing, which is what is your favorite movie fight? Favorite movie fight? Yeah. Oh man. That's a tough one. <sighs> well, now, does anything count? Because, I mean, like you've got good any- one-on-one fights, but you've also got some crazy special effects let's, fights. Let's we'll say like it's one-on-one. On one, like let's one go, like, one-on-one. One. Like, I'll oh. limit it to, like, karate, like boxing, boxing, street fighting. Oh, man. Kind of thing. Yeah, because, like, the Matrix won't count. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, Kill Bill, like... like you can't compare slicing up eighty-eight people to this. Like I'm going to like sh- I'm, for some reason I'm going straight to like Rocky Four in my head, but nice. I don't know if that's. The, I mean that's a great one. Yeah. Or, or I, uh, Rocky. I mean you know like the Rocky movies were always kind of cornerstone fights. Those were fun to watch. Or the but, old uh, what's the Bruce Lee? Uh, is or it Bruce Lee? Enter yeah, the like Dragon. Enter, the, Enter Dragon. the Dragon. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Growing up, a couple of great matches. Yeah, in there. I used to rent all those movies. Uh, 
You can't go wrong with God. Fight Club, of course. Fight Club's good. Have you ever seen the movie They Live? Yeah, that's no. um with uh, Kurt Russell Roddy, Roddy. and Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper, Piper right? And, and there's a scene in that that has possibly the greatest fight scene I've ever seen. Really? If I'm not if I'm not mixing this movie up, South Park did a um a reference of it. So he's trying to get this guy to wear these glasses, right? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna wear your stupid glasses. Yeah. And it is a like. Long cut twenty minute fight. Yeah, they do it with between Timmy and Jimmy on yeah. South Park. But like Remember in this oh, movie, he's like doing it in like like there's like trash cans everywhere, and he's like kneeing him in the stomach, and he's like, <laughs> put on the fucking glasses, and the guy's like, I'm not putting them on. And when I watch that, I'm like, this is what a fight really is. <laughs> it's tiring. Yeah. yeah. After three yeah. minutes, you're exhausted. I, I was just thinking about forty eight hours actually. Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, they go at it for yeah. like a couple minutes, and by the end, they're just like. Yeah, like there, like, and like the cops yeah. show up and they're like, put your arms up. He's like, I'm too damn tired to put my arms up. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so when I was watching this episode, I really was hoping this fight because la- I like I cheat when I watch TV. So I was looking I'm like, oh, crap, there's Cheer. only seven minutes. And I thought the last seven minutes, I was hoping the last seven <laughs> minutes was them just like punching each other until they're exhausted. <laughs> just on, like, this exp- I don't give a shit about the expense reports at that point. <laughs> like, let the company burn. I know I said earlier he's running into the ground. But if they fought for seven minutes, I tune into the next episode, and it's them still fighting, yeah. I would have lost my shit. I would have been like, this is amazing. Best this show is art. Ever. Put this in the Smithsonian. <laughs> that's what I want. Well, that's, uh, that's so, I, so, I, so I'm hearing that this episode underdelivered somewhat for you. <laughs> um, <Just> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm just there's kidding. a nature I have yeah. in my head, which is if things are very successful, I have what is just a very douchey complex of being like, I don't want to like this, so I'll nitpick things. Yeah, um, a <laughs> well, lot. You know, a lot yeah. of us do that with. Yeah, so sure. yeah, so like yeah. when the Office was yeah. big, like there would be like I don't know, like some girl I didn't like in high school. They'd be like, I like the Office. I'm like. Don't like that anymore. <laughs> hey. Thanks for ruining another so, thing. Uh, um, so, I thought this was good, but yeah. with the fight, um, with the episode of the fight, um, I was really hoping that we got to the fight sooner, lived mm. in the world after the fight. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I'll yes. Be, like the expense report thing, like, I see it's like a motor and it's kind of like a he's he's using this fight as an excuse to not well, sign this expense reports. And right. Stuff. Well, one thing I saw BJ Novak said was like it, uh, initially it was supposed to be an episode about how some somebody takes procrastination to the nth degree. Yeah. yeah. And but it really what it ended up being was watching two guys who can't fight fight each other. <laughs> yeah. That's what everybody remembers. And the procrastination <laughs> thing totally makes sense to me because like again, you work in a Hilton works in the deadline industry as well too. Mm. There's been times where I've shot things and they need to be in the paper by like like they need to be like on deadline at seven and I'm looking yeah. at it I'm like it's six forty five. Yeah. You know, sometimes that's how you do your best work. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's I've done some of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Presume, I think so. At least four o'clock. Time to write teases. You know they need to do some sitcom like because I hear what you're saying about you're not in the office. You know the yeah. the traditional office environment. They need to do some kind of show like maybe they already have, maybe they already are like where it's like you know sports writers on the run or whatever like taking yeah. having to I go was like really that whole experience like the show the I really connected situation. with as a sitcom was I loved Arrested Development. 
Because yeah. I feel everyone feels like their family is the most dysfunctional family in the world. Mm. Like, I've dated a couple people, and every time they're like, you have to meet my family, like, oh my God, my family's so weird. It's like, no, it's not. Like, mm-hmm. your sister eats ketchup and eggs, that's fine. Yeah. And then you watch the rest of <laughs> development, it's like, holy shit, you're weird. <laughs> and then community really resonated with me because I'm like, I totally get the idea of going to college and meeting all these people and seeing all this and trying to discover yourself and like freaks and geeks are the same way and stuff. So yeah, I, I get that that connection happens to go, but I'll tell you right now. A comedy about journalism would do awful. Oh yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Well, they tried it. It was called the newsroom. The newsroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about right. to say that's the only one I was sort of I'm thinking su- of. Yeah, I'm supposed to believe that Jeff Daniels is like that appealing. Like, no, I'm not no. going to do that. Right. No, maybe someday. There's a reason they had a, a, a super short third season on oh that show. Oh my god, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, before we jump back into the uh, happenings at Dunder Mifflin, we are going to take a quick break so our sponsors can tell you about all the fantastic stuff they want you to buy. Two Planet Productions is a team compromised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years combined experience in the industry. Besides working with the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious memories to. www.twoplanetproductions.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 918-280-8528. And we have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them we sent you, you will receive a free single session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That is a $500 value for free. That free session could be engagements, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else you could want to be saved and captured forever. Welcome back, and we are deep into the fight, uh, season two, episode six of The Office. It's getting rowdy. Uh, you know what line I was just stumbling across, I was looking across my notes, was right before Michael challenges Dwight to the fight, he's teaching Kelly some karate, mm. and she's so excited about the movie teaches her, oh, that's really nice, Dwight, and then his, his follow-up line is, well, now let me take you from behind. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was... Yeah, and it was you know it seemed more like normal Kelly actually at that point. I know she's uh, I know she's still in that prim and proper look, prim and proper look. But um, she has the more like eh, like the kind of more uh, girly uh, Kelly voice. Her voice sounded. Her voice is a little uh, higher pitched, and um, uh, I I think it's coming up actually soon where she's trying to she tries to get Jim to tell her. Yeah, that's Valentine's Day. Yeah, so it's coming up. Just a couple episodes out. Yeah, development is on its way. But and but then uh, we talked about the dojo and Iro. We didn't talk enough about Lance Crawl. Uh, yeah, his comedic turn or uh, his, where, his where are, serious where, turn. Where art thou, at Lance Crawl? Man, I don't know. I just <laughs> noticed the name. <laughs> <laughs> he is featured on the Wikipedia page quite prominently, though. He is. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, what is the name of the office? Wikipedia. Dunderpedia. Dunderpedia. Uh, yeah. Although I think, uh, Star Wars has the best name. The Wookiepedia. It's Wookiepedia. Yeah. 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 Pokemon is Bulbapedia. 
Oh, yeah. that's good. I like yeah. that. The, the, the Wookiee. Yeah, that's so close to the original, though. Yeah, this I mean, like, so perfect. Yeah. You stumbled onto it. I'll be honest. I think that he just called them Wookiees because he knew Wikipedia was happening. It is. <laughs> that's one thing a lot of people don't know about George Lucas is that he created Wikipedia. Yeah. Doesn't talk about it nearly yeah. as much, but loves Jar Jar. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <sighs> So. <laughs> why, why, why? And uh, yeah, hey, I guess that movie's we, still a top we, ten we, grossing we, film of all time. It's so Say as much as much wait, you want to see how bad it is. Phantom Menace. It is bad. Yeah. Phantom okay. Menace at least it's as, l- as long as it's Phantom Menace and not uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Sure. No. Phantom Menace is still ninth in all time grossing without adjusted figures. With adjusted figures, I'm almost positive it's like like second. Wow. Wow. Well, but, but I believe it though because it was huge. That was '99. It was the first time that that yeah. the franchise was. Back. Oh, he duped everyone. He oh, duped yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. He, he tricked me into liking it the first time I, I saw knew it. I knew people. I was young, and my last <laughs> name was is Maul. And so Darth Maul happening, we're like, oh, crap, here it comes. I knew people who had bought three sets of tickets to see three different showings of Star Wars. I was in third grade. Wow. And before the movie came out. So then they saw this heaping pile, and they're like, well, <laughs> shit, I'm invested two more times. I'm going to like it, for goddamn sake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Yeah. Well, and then I remember just being so caught up in the feeling of Star Wars yeah. when you were sitting in that theater that I wasn't sure I didn't like it for yeah, a while. Oh, yeah. You know? No. It, uh, you know what? And it's still actually, um, I think, of the prequels, it's just a little bit below episode three, because episode two is just dial, pile of yeah. dog shit. They're all crap. But, uh, yeah, I mean... That's another problem. You've, uh, you've seen the edits that Topher Grace does, right? Yeah, no. where he chops it all yeah, down. Yeah, Topher like Grace, Eric from That 70s yeah. Show. His new thing he loves doing is just editing fan films, and he edited um, Phantom Menace down to, like, I think it's like an hour, uh-huh. and like people were like, this is incredible. <laughs> and then Lucasfilm's like, stop doing this, because yeah. this is copyright infringement. Yeah, they're pretty hard to track down now, too, I think. Yeah, Lucas was like, stop all this, and Topher Grace was like, yeah! And everyone's like, remember Topher Grace? And That's who stood up to the man. <laughs> exactly. Topher Grace. We needed a hero. The, the dumbass. Thanks, Topher. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I would be remiss if uh, we went through this whole uh, podcast and I didn't uh, mention the one Michael and Toby just uh, 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 oh face off right there. And he's so like hopped up on adrenaline or oh. whatever when Toby walks in and he's so harsh on him. So damn harsh, but it's just hilarious. It works so, so well. And, and we're still yeah. just getting into just how much Michael hates Toby and mm-hmm. hates HR. So it's a good scene. Oh, yeah. is Toby the HR guy? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Do you yeah. hate HR? Uh, I, I'm more afraid of HR. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, in my realm, the way that things work is, like, if I mess up, my bosses will talk to me. Mm. And it can be, like, an awkward conversation or, like, a conversation where I'm like, oh, I don't want to have this kind of thing. Yeah. But um, if HR talks to me. Like, there was a yeah. time we had layoffs, and yeah. James Gabbard was a photographer at our paper, and uh, he sat down next to me and got a phone call. Yeah. He goes, oh, i got to be in HR in, like, five minutes. Uh-huh. And uh, we're all, like, joking, and the, f- the fellow photographer on the staff goes... Um, watch out, you're going to get fired. And sure enough, like James went into the office and then our boss grabbed his coat and he came back and he's like, James is just laid off. And Ugh. ever since that moment, HR terrifies me. Oh. Like in this version of the office, I'm the nicest person to Toby. <laughs> I am like, <laughs> you are like the Toby, other- how's it going? <laughs> you on the other you side You want to do Mike. drinks? <laughs> I, uh, that, that, that happened to me at my last job and, and I didn't, I, you know, I didn't, we knew the company wasn't doing great, yeah. but when I got the call and I go down to HR and and it was it was so super. Hey, can you just stop by the office real quick? He's like he's like yeah. They just he was on the phone. On the other hand, I heard him just go. He's British. He's like hello there. He's like oh yeah, five minutes. And he's like oh Ted. 
you need me in 10? He hangs up the phone. And in my head, I said, whenever they're specific, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Because oh. he's like, can I come down later in the day? Mm. And they're like, no, we need you in 10 minutes. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, that can't mm. be good. Here. No. I was right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember I got to HR and my immediate manager was in there too. And I'm just like, what's going on, guys? Yeah. And mm. I sit down and she starts with this preamble about the, the conditions of the uh, the industry and, and, and the, yeah. the, the cost cuts. Yeah. And I just, I cut her off and I'm just like, so what? I'm laid off? Yeah. yeah. Yes, well, okay, is there severance? I'm like, don't, you don't get to waste another minute of my time at that point. Yeah, we're not know? breaking up. And yeah. If we're breaking up, then I get to be the emotional one, and you're going to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. going to go full Viola Davis on your ass. I'm like, I built a life around you. Uh-huh. Throwing <laughs> shit. That's, uh, part of me wants to get laid off just so I can have that moment, but then immediately be rehired. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a caveat to that. Exactly. Like eight minutes later. They're like, hey, you're fine. <laughs> like, they're like, you won us over with your best supporting actress nomination. There. <laughs> oh, the performance of a lifetime. Exactly. You've and, won your job back. And seasons later, they're going to make a comment about how HR is useless at at, at, at Dunder Mifflin. And yes. I think we we see it in action here because yes. Toby goes to the dojo with <laughs> yeah, them. He does. No, it's true. Yeah, and 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 Dwight is the one who gets rid of <laughs> basically yeah. gets rid of him in the very in the very yeah. end of it. Yeah. I feel for Toby though. I feel like on this show, oh, yeah. a lot of people on these shows they think they're like the gym. Or they think they're the Bart Simpson, but in reality, mm. we're like Mo in The Simpsons, or we are Toby. Yeah. Mm. So when I look at Toby, yeah. And yeah. Michael Scott is like, get out of here, leave. Like, there's <laughs> nothing he can do about that. Mm. And I'm like, sitting there, I'm like, oh shit, I'm Toby. I think that that's why I don't like this show, too. Is I realized I'm Toby. Yeah. <laughs> so when I realized I'm Toby, the entire show is me just hating everyone else because they're getting away with shit, and, and I can't. You're like, just I just went through a divorce. You're, you're, <laughs> no just, one's get, you're, you're just getting shit on the <laughs> whole time. Exactly. Yeah. You just feel like you're being shit on the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. And like when he, like at the end when Michael when Toby's like, We want to go home, and he's like, You don't have anybody to go home to. Yeah. You're right. Like, so, <laughs> you know. So like shut up. Like he doesn't have any justification to want to leave the office. No. Nowhere, which is sort of a Michael comment when you think about how much the character supposedly loves the office, loves his coworkers. Well, like yeah. we've said before, he could live he would live there if they'd let him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Put an apartment in there. Yeah, put apartment yeah. but oh man Wanna so some, uh, yeah i think we got everything that we need to talk yeah. about on this episode so yeah. you got some trivia for us some trivia quiz trivia all right um got some five questions here so any we just shout out our names a buzzer yes i'm used all to right. okay. yeah you're a vocal vocal buzzer so so um I don't know if you all might have seen this, uh, kind of a sharp eye uh, question. So when we first see uh, footage of Dwight in the dojo with the other students who uh, are all children, uh, what is attached to his belt, his purple belt? Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Did well you notice done. that? You obviously did Rain Man. Good God. <laughs> I did this time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What is it? It's his cell phone. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a flip side. The way you said that, you had so much, you had so much pride in saying <laughs> it was his cell phone. Oh, neat fact, and I play trivia a lot, so I've met like I've said the same. I've done the same thing for you. Be like, did you know which states have four letters? <laughs> it's Ohio and Utah. <laughs> Ping. As all my friends like, Ping. shut the fuck up. Just so I, I was hoping that wouldn't be such a hard one to see, but yeah. it's all good. Uh, number two in in uh, in karate, uh, you might. You've already kind of got a leg up on this one. In karate, the white belt signifies the first level. Obviously, the black belt is the ninth level. What level is the purple belt? Oh yeah, it was. So it would be what? Um, Ding! <laughs> oh beep! <laughs> is it like sixth or seventh? You got it. Yeah. Nice. Sixth? Well done. Yeah. Good job. 
Yeah, it's not like I looked that up at the beginning <laughs> 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but, but you didn't say what the number was, so yeah. I figured, eh, I'll still yeah. ask it. Yeah. Why not? And hey, research yeah. is allowed. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. As long as yeah, you do you, it before the trivia starts. It's not like you're cheating or anything. You don't no, know. Yeah. Uh, so number three, true or false, a kick to the, uh, a kick to the pants is, a, is worth a point. Yes, true. Beep. False. False. Ah. Beep, false. What was it? False. Oh, okay. Kicks him in the pant leg. And yeah, no, it has pants. to be a solid no kick, kick on the, the chest or the no yeah. kick to the pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> says in the episode. <laughs> okay, number four. Name two impressions that Michael Scott uh, pranks Ryan with. Uh, Hilton. Yeah. Uh, he does Mike Tyson and Michael Jackson. There you go. He also does Saddam Hussein and Ryan's mad girlfriend. Yes, and we all we also would have accepted yeah, Tito. Tito <laughs> <laughs> we all give yeah. a shout out to Tito Jackson. <laughs> we don't know that. Yeah, you know, I think my favorite sh- part of that call is that Michael. Is suggesting that he can just change character mid conversation, yeah, and that Ryan's just going to play along. Yeah, you know? well, I think at one point he goes, he he's looking at him while he's calling him and telling him to pick up. Yeah. I don't think he even cares. Yeah. He just wants to do it. Just, just likes talking it. funny on a phone. Exactly. He just loves terrifying Ryan. I thought <laughs> Michael's podcast would be good. I'd listen to that. All right, number five. Uh, who is Kevin's emergency contact? Hilton. Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You win. The way he says that with that look of like bewilderment in his yeah. eyes, I will never get over that. He is kind of, he isn't, uh, <laughs> it's a little, I don't know. Man. He's a little dumb, but he's hilarious. Oh, we didn't even talk about uh, Dwight's award for all this. He gets graduated to assistant regional manager. Yeah. Kind of referenced it. Yeah. But not, not much. Yeah. Uh, uh, good for him. The back and forth, though, when Dwight oh, says, uh, uh, thank you, uh, um, w- w- what does he say? Thank you, sensei. 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 And Michael's little like hand gesture. Yeah. In the, and ditto. <laughs> I will say I'm happy with that. I didn't know that this happened this early in the show, but yeah, um, it, yeah, it did. And and um and also, but he <laughs> he own, but but the only reason he really does it in the end is because he has no friend. Like the, uh, he's pissed off the office so much because he won't sign the forms and they yeah. all stay late. Ryan hates him and he's like, you know, he's not going to hang out with him. He's not going to give him a call. So, you know, he's embarrassed Dwight and like it's right after the scene where he like has himself added back as Dwight's emergency contact, you yeah. know, cut out the middle man. Instead of the hospital. Yeah, the <laughs> hospital and 911 as the, as the call. So he was really sort of just still con- reconsolidating his power, I suppose, and keeping Dwight uh, in tow because Dwight's kind of blowing him off at the end of the episode. Yeah. So it's still just, uh, you know... He's still he's got to like retain he's the friendships. Retain. He's got to keep the family in order. But he does. But it is also nice because they're trying to still make him likable, you yeah. know, as opposed to Ricky Gervais and the other Office episodes. That's your theory. My theory. I, have <laughs> my, I have my theory. Oh yeah, sure. Which is in the writers' room. They were like, if someone makes another goddamn to the assistant joke, <laughs> <laughs> and so the head writer said, "Fuck it." We're killing to the assistant, and then like three of the writers, like, "There's my job. I, that's all I had was to the go. assistant." Three, three, three phone calls from HR. Exactly. <laughs> An hour this, later, this was exactly. <laughs> although this was the first. Like, it's two people who wrote the episode, and like, I don't I think this is like their first episode they written. Oh, yeah, and they took a really they bold said, <laughs> they said like, you know what? Really? Screw it. They got handed a script. They, they wrote a spec. Someone handed them and said, we'll give you the keys. Here's the rules. You got to kill this puppy because no one else is going to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like. Um, it was good because, I mean, they did the assistance to the sensei thing earlier in the episode. That was good. Yeah, yeah that was good. But, you know, after a while, that would have, you know, it would have been. It's time to go. Yeah. And so someone's like, 
I, I would not be surprised if this episode started as how can we get rid of Assistant 2? Yeah. <laughs> and then they developed it backwards <laughs> to a fight. And then they're like, what's the theme of this episode? And like they just came up and NBC's like, what do you got? Yeah. It's like, hey, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And it doesn't refer to any sort of hate crime. Right. It, yeah. In, in all of our <laughs> viewings, uh, the, the, they, they love you, Steve. They love you, Rain, uh, Jim, uh, Jenna. They mm. love you guys. It's the to the joke that all the audiences are saying has yeah. to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like in the BJ Novak sitting there writing his short stories, being like, thank God. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Watch this puppy shine. <laughs> Did it, was, was someone on The Office, too? Were they one of the three people that got nominated for an Oscar? One of the writers for The uh. Descendants? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I know yeah. Jim Rash did from Community, and I want to say one of them was a writer from The Office. Oh, that'd be cool. Have you ever maybe seen... Um, Michael Short, maybe? Maybe. Have you ever seen um, uh, Beer Fest? No, no. And I, I've no. always meant to. There's a German dude in Beer, Fest that, in Beer Fest that looks like he got like hit with a... Oh, have you seen Friends from College? Not, no. not yet. Yeah. Is it, okay, there's is the one with Fred Savage in it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, me and Ryan Green, fellow comedian, uh, mm. <laughs> uh, have differing opinions on that show. And what is yours, sir? I think I, uh, I thought it was like again. I just like, I'm supposed to feel bad from six people who went to Harvard. I'm like no, <laughs> no. no. Yeah, like everyone's like, my life's falling apart. It's like yeah. you have Ivy League education, balls in your court. Yeah, <laughs> like Too bad. all of you, all of you live in fucking brownstones in fucking New York City. I'm supposed to feel bad as I'm sleeping on the floor in my room yeah. in Tulsa. I'm like, go, oh no, go cry. How do I not cheat on my girlfriend? Like kind of thing. It's like I don't care. I wasn't, I wasn't drawn to it from what I've seen. I yeah. think I tried watching the first few minutes and I just had to stop. Yeah, yeah. I think things like this, The Office and other shows, I always look back at, and it's funny because I feel like. You get guys like Mike. You get guys like uh, like uh, I can't think of his name. He's the main guy. John Krasinski. No or, or other guy. Uh, He's, Dwight. Uh, uh, no, Rain. Michael. Steve oh, Carell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. You see guys like Steve Carell, and you look at this and you think like they have two ways to do this. They can just be like they're gonna just keep doing more sitcoms or they're then the same character mm. or they become a Nick Grove. So it was kind of cool to see like. And then mm. it's also shocking because, like, if you watch this show, you're like, oh, Jenna Fisher's going to blow up. Yeah. Like, mm. John Krasinski's going to blow up. Mm-hmm. Rain Wilson's going to blow mm-hmm. up. And it's, like, Mindy Kaling and B.J. Novak mm-hmm. and Michael. And, of course, Michael is the main character. And, of course, Steve mm-hmm. Carell blows up. But those are the three guys that take off from this show. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, I can't wait for J-. Like, John did a couple movies. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's slowly building, still, but he's not. He yeah. didn't have still, a massive skyrocket. Like still waiting for Creed to blow up. Oh yeah, Creed should yeah, blow Creed up. Well, should blow well, up. He, well he didn't get nearly enough time in this episode. We all agree. No, on that. that was yes, that, is that true. was my. I, yeah, I guess they had to take they had to take a break after Halloween for in Creed. In case the viewers are wondering, um, both of the ho- of our hosts have notebooks of information. <laughs> I wrote mm. down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points. <laughs> one of which did not exist in the episode, <laughs> and one of them was needs more Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that will stand for the band you know, and I, for the. Well, that's that I can agree, I can always agree with that. Yeah, that's I think I, I always think there there should have been more Creed. All, involved. all shows need more Creed because I've they worked do. with more Creeds than I have in anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with more people that I've been. I worked at a Six Flags when I was in high school, and there were times where I showed up for work and police would be there, and they'd be like, "Has so and so mentioned this woman's name?" Huh. And I'm like, "Not that I know of." And I'm like, "Why?" And they're like, "No reason." And we'd find out that woman was like kidnapped. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, like I so I worked with more Creeds and Tobies than I did ever. Like I didn't work with like, a lovable rascal. I worked with a kid who we were sitting at Six Flags. We had started for work, and they, it was right around Fourth of July, 
and the guy come in and guy came in and said, we're ramping up random drug tests. They've had a lot of issues. And he pointed at three kids. He's like, I need you, you, and you to go. And he pointed at the third kid. He just left. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's like they were playing poker, and he said, call. And he said, I fold. <laughs> um, and he just left. And every and the, the guy, but the boss had no idea what happened. Yeah. And he's like, what just happened? He go, he left. I'm like, I'm like, dude, that dude's high now. <laughs> and he's like, there's a way to work around that. I'm like, no, there's not. It's an illegal <laughs> substance in his urine. He's done. Yeah. And he just left. And he got to keep... It didn't go on his record. They just said that he didn't show up for work. That's yeah. all that it said. Okay. Yeah. So they, because you legally can't say like that kind of stuff, if uh, I'm not mistaken. But uh, okay. So again, I am used to working with more Creed. So I feel like yeah. when Creed and Toby lead episodes, I'm more like, yes. That's your episode. That, that, yeah. Because I'm like, yes, sometimes I feel sad. <laughs> and yes, sometimes I've worked with people that I'm like, you may have committed felonies, not crimes, <laughs> felonies. <laughs> like, you're going to be part of a cold case. <laughs> You know, you know, Creed was definitely part of a couple. Yeah, yeah at least a few. <laughs> so uh, even though it didn't have enough uh, Creed and or Toby, uh, what did you think overall of the episode? Mm. You know, I'll be honest. Yeah, um, I be. Uh, really was too hard on this show at the beginning. I thought it was good. I think that the problem with, um, I think the problem with watching this show too is the office has grown into such a big thing that mm. there's like this humor. So I noticed you guys when we were watching it. Mm. Um, like Dwight goes into the bathroom, sees his desk, mm. looks at the camera. Mm. That is such an obviously thing yeah. that at the time you're like, "That's so funny," and like now I'm like, oh, "It's the office thing." Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. So it's become a thing. He it's become. I mean, like, and, and you can't get mad at that. Like yeah. you can't. Yeah. Like that's the goal. Like if right. I made a thing in comedy, right. I'd be so happy. If yeah. I was a guy right. that said, "Please take my wife," I'd be ecstatic. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm the fucking guy you're making fun of." Because I was so big, you had to make fun of me. Yeah, even if in yeah. like ten years there's some guys in a podcast talking about that Ian oh, Ball yeah. thing. Exactly. You know? Like everyone makes fun of like like we. I was just talking to a couple comedians. Ethan, who was just on the last show, and Tom yeah. King. And um, this guy, they saw a stand-up comedian, and he did an impersonation of a Jeff Dunham puppet. Okay. Right? Mm. So he did an impersonation of another comedian's inanimate object. <laughs> That's how you know you've made it. Right. When someone wants to imitate your imitation. Imitation. <laughs> wow. Like, you've really made it. Exactly. Yeah. So like, what? Well, rewatching this, looking at these things at the office, the things I hate about the office has also like. Led like without the office, they don't get we don't get community. Yeah, that is, and that's a fact because right there was a section where like NBC was floundering, but like mid two thousands to early teens, they're cranking out this, they're cranking out Thirty Rock, they're mm-hmm. cranking out um, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, Parks mm-hmm. and Rec. Yeah. Chuck is still like got this. So like yeah. the comedy writing on NBC is like for a major drama, major show is really good. Oh, yeah. yeah, and so like if the office has to like do little things, um, like to make that going, that's fine. That's fine. It's yeah. still not Friends. Friends is still my like number one. I, if you think I'm mad, like I don't like The Office, you should not hear me talk about Friends. <laughs> Would absolutely need to ha- hear you talk about Friends because Friends to me is just like everything wrong with everything that this <laughs> like I hate <laughs> Friends so much. There's never been an episode of Friends where I felt bad for anyone except the other people living in their lives. You could start a Friends hatred. That's podcast. the next podcast we need on the network. Is yeah, Ian friend. hates friends, uh, uh, anti friends, and I've uh, gotten yeah. like I got drunk at a party in college and I almost got in a fist fight over friends. Oh, My man. friend wow. loves friends so much, and I was like, "Yo, man, it's trash." And he's like, 
no man like it's incredible <laughs> and i'm like no nah, man like it's kind of bad and he like pushed me and was oh like, wow like, you fucking don't like friends Ooh. and in my head i'm like are we about to fight over this? speaking <laughs> of fights yeah exactly. right <laughs> and then like he calmed down he's like i just don't know how you don't like it he said it was like a moving he said it was like a moving narrative of our generation Ooh, and i'm like dude like you're nine minute. when that what? show <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, when you were c- you nine and were like man i, fu- I might have two babies by two different women <laughs> yeah. he, he gave you no choice on that call yeah, out right he has there every he has every episode on digital copy dvd vhs oh my does Lord. not even own a vhs player no owns them for the sheer like like in case the smithsonian so calls <laughs> and it's like do you have season seven the one the one where the plot's the same? He's like, I got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like a psychotic completist. He um he and his buddy make comics like um and they're making a bootleg friends comic called Franz. Um wow. and it's about friends taking place in the modern setting. Okay. It's kinda like modern Seinfeld. And yeah. he's trying to write it. Maybe I shouldn't um I mean, I don't know how many people listen to this, but uh, I shouldn't pick this up because I th- he's worried that Friends is going to call him. Yeah. I don't think any of the writers watch or former writers. Will be former writers. <laughs> hey, guys, I got this office podcast. <laughs> this dude fucking hates our homework. <laughs> <laughs> he's real pissed. What's great is I can tag Friends in this now. Too. <laughs> tag <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're going to cause a fight we talking about the episode called The Fight. I exactly. Love and I like that in your world, you'll tag Friends and they'll wait, what, 32 minutes into <laughs> <Yeah>. the podcast? <laughs> They're like, I don't know, man. Hey, man, you can attack friends all you want. Yeah. Just don't mess with Seinfeld. Dude brought That's up DuckTales. That's the only thing he's like. <laughs> no, I love Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. As you one. should. So back to the original <laughs> point. I thought this episode was good. I wish we lived more in the world after the fight in this episode than before the fight. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll, uh, I, yeah. I got to say, I, I agree with most of that, man. It's a, gr- a good episode. We definitely don't get to see a lot of things that would have been cool. Yeah. And it, like uh, so many other episodes, they're juggling a couple of multiple plots yeah. that, that fuel each other. You know, yeah. the procrastination yeah. led to the fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Jim and Pam flirting led to the fight. But it, it could have been a much more singularly focused, for sure. Yeah. And I was wondering like, what this would be if this was a bottle episode or if this was like a one-off kind of episode, mm. how like, the action would be and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there it is a busy episode. It's, it's, it was harder to write about. I had to write more about it because there's a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of just the singular moments that are just so funny that make it such a great episode to me. But it is kind of all over the place. I will, I will agree with you all on that, uh, on that point. But it is the co- with the cold open and just it's funny. It's yeah. It just it, it tickles my funny. The bone first note I did right was cold open is the best part of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Michael trying to spit on Dwight is it's, pretty funny. That's pretty cool too. And and the ending just with the reveal of the uh, oh, it just the the absurdity just gets to a, a really he, uh, fever pitch point, and um, I just really appreciate it. So I definitely give it an A. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Ian, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thanks so much, man. Killed yeah. it. Uh, and and uh, folks can see you performing around Tulsa and uh, around the region. Find you on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. I don't really have a comedy page set up or anything, but I do open mic at First Shop. Everyone should go to great local comedy, mm-hmm. even if I'm not doing well or if I'm not performing. Go show that out. That usually is at 8.30 at First Shop. Um, seven thirty or nine thirty now at the um, Centennial Lounge at the VFW. At the Centennial Lounge at the VFW, which, what? in case you were wondering, you do not have to be a veteran to go to. No, big reason why I did not go to for a while, mm. and then I thought there was a big veteran comedy scene here. <laughs> like they're all <laughs> veterans. I've it's been there amazing. myself. I am not a veteran. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then That's on um, Wednesdays. the Looney Bin's picking yeah. back up, which yeah. is really nice. Um, yeah. Mm. And I think like the biggest thing is just like Tulsa is one of those cities where. Um, I've noticed this trend. I've lived in seven states in the past about six years um, with wow. co- with working in journalism is that mm. when a city picks up, art is the last thing to kind of that people, the community will pick up around. 
So like mm. Chicago is like known as this comedy city, but it's only been a comedy city for about 25, 30 years because Second City was not as big a deal as it is now and stuff. It, it picked up. Mm. Like, go support local guys, man. We got some seriously funny dudes. There's a dude yes, named uh, Andrew Deacon. Oh, yeah. I mm. have We've like, had him on the show. Yes, Andrew we did. Andrew Deacon is, f- like, fantastic. Ryan Green's really felt funny. Mm-hmm. Hilton, who's yes. uh, hosting this, is great. Oh. There's a lot of good Hilarious. comics that are out there. And, like, to be completely honest, like, could you do better? Like, could anyone, like, like you guys listening, could you do, if you can, then come do open mic. And yeah. I think it's great to come yeah. out there and, like, hear new comedy and stuff. It's That's a good nice. point. Yeah, That's even uh, listeners yeah, yeah. want to come out and, and I've, try comedy. I've had Absolute so much fun to listening to people bomb than I probably have heard. There's mm-hmm. been more times I've cried laughing because I've seen someone bomb and I've been like, this is insane. Right. This is, like, avant-garde art <laughs> that I'm watching right now. <laughs> I'm watching a man's entire life burn in front of him. <laughs> Dave Chappelle said that. I yeah. remember on, uh, I think he said on Inside the Actor's Studio, the greatest thing ever is to watch a comedian bomb. Yeah, he has a story about, yeah. I want to say it's like Eddie Murphy tanking Yo, during a set or really? something. Or he, it was a bigger comedian tanking during a set. Wow. And he's like, once you see, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like once you see the Empire State Builder build, you're like, anything <laughs> can burn. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. And I think it's great. And again, it's free. We do it at places where beers are cheap and things. And it's nice. And we've had people who come out don't you? I like. I'm not expecting people to come out all the time, but come out once a week, yeah. or like you know, once a month. There yeah. you go. Make a day out. Of and it. a lot of folks come out and they're they're surprised they by it and they come back, which is cool. Which yeah. is always the most backhanded pot compliment. I know what they I mean, know. but it's always great when they go, "Oh my god, you were funnier than we thought." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you." But then the worst one is, so and this has happened in Hilton kind of field. This is when you're after a show. And someone will go up to Hilton and go, oh, my God, did a great job. And then we'll turn to you and say, you too. Yeah. Because you uh-huh. didn't. Because they would have came up to you. Right. Yeah. But they'll right. talk to Hilton for 10 minutes. And, and they see you're like, standing there. Yeah. You were funny, too. Be like, oh, oh, yeah, I really love that hot that. take you had on, on pasta. That was great. <laughs> 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 like, I wouldn't have thought of that. They just made your night. Exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, come on out. Check out the Tulsa Comedy scene. We've got hot takes on pasta. Bring your backhanded compliments. Yeah, bring them all. I'll take them. I'm that needy for attention. I'm like, backhanded, forward-handed, insult me, it's fine. Just Whatever talk to me. Want. We just want a reaction, folks. Yeah, just love me. Something. Well, <laughs> Ian, thanks again. Well, thank yeah, you so thanks, much. man. It was Bri- awesome. Brian, thank you. I had a blast, man. This is awesome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of our guest, Ian Mall, and my co-host, Brian Settler, my name is Hilton Price. Thank you so much for listening to the People Person's Paper Podcast. And next week, awesome blossom. Mm. Channel four and a half. I had brunch. You got to do brunch.